What did headgear do? I don't know. Kept it on your head? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like it wrapped around. Yeah, right? it went like, around. I think it like moved your jaw. From what was the baseline? Your neck? Like what was it gripping? <laughs> your skull? God damn! Yeah, I don't know. I don't actually know. Also, like, did people really walk around at like school with headgear, or was it only? At I bedtime? never knew anyone with headgear. Well, I feel like I it was we a very like out of that generation. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was before braces became a thing for us. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to look into that. You should. Headgear. I will someday. Someday. So, Aaron, you want to give me your gut damn? Oh, okay. Well. Oh. <laughs> I would love to. We need, like, an award for the worst mother because I oh. am taking the fucking cake on this Oh, one. well, we could find something. I mean, I could make us a fucking plaque. Okay. okay. And then we'll just hang it on whoever had the worst. I like it. <laughs> oh, this is the best idea you've ever had. But this just happened on Tuesday. So Tuesday. It was a Tuesday. Yes. I picked up the kids from Grandpa's house, and then we skittered on over to my work where I have to drop off work stuff, right? Like, mm-hmm. I make a product, and then I go pick up my kids because it's closer to my place of business, and then I have to go to my other place of business, which is just a little bit farther away, and I park right out front of the store. I Uh-oh. leave my car on Uh-oh. because my kids are hot. Yeah. And it is hot. So I leave my you car. crack the window. No. No, I do not. <laughs> I leave the car running with the AC fucking blasting. So if anything, they'll be cold, right? So I got out of my car, and then I go to the back, and I open the trunk, and then I go back up to the front, and I lock the door so that, because I have a little keypad or whatever on the side of my car. Yeah. So I lock it so that the car's on, the kids are inside. I'm literally going to be there for four seconds. I hand them the shit from my trunk. They usually meet me right outside. But for whatever reason, yeah, they know the drill. And I'm fucking going. Like, I'm not here to mess around, right? But I also, like, I obviously I can't leave them in the car, in the car without the car on. So I can leave the car on. And then I lock the doors because I'm terrified that someone's going to run up and be like, cool, free car. (laughs) This is mine. And then they're going to try and steal my car. Also kidnapping my children. And that's like a goddamn nightmare, right? So I, I don't want that to happen. So I always lock the door. And then I give them the shit. And I'm literally gone for like 15 seconds. I could probably stop anyone before they actually got away with my car. Either way, I'm a crazy person. So yeah, I yeah. I, do, I would do the same shit. So then I was done and I went up to my car and I put on the little keypad thing and then it was just gone. It was just gone. It was out of my brain forever. I oh, just forgot I the fucking code. code. <laughs> I do this every Tuesday and Thursday. I've done it for the past three years. Yeah. And it just left your brain. It was just gone. That happens to me all the time with my address. <laughs> All the fucking, I'll be like in line at the pharmacy and they're like, can you confirm your address? And I'm like, I don't fucking remember any of the numbers. Yeah, you're like 4257. Yeah, I don't even know what numbers I'm saying out. And then I'll like, if I think about it, it won't work. And then if I just Mm -hmm. say some numbers, I'm like, hopefully that was it. And they always nod their head. And I'm like, I don't even know if you weren't looking or if I just fucking nailed it. Yeah. Just without my. You're like, can you give me a hint? Starts with a seven, right? (laughs) (laughs) Right. And so I was like, uh, fucking trying it. And I was like, maybe my fingers just know it. And so I'm like, not looking and just trying to fucking do it with my fingers. No. And they weren't figuring it out. So my boss comes out to like wave bye to my kids and shit. Oh, God. You're like, I can't get in. Yeah. And I was like, I don't fucking know my code. And he was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) And I was like, I don't know my code. And he was like, call Brandon. And I was like, that's also in there. (laughs) Help. Did they have to call him for you? Well, I called Brandon from my boss's phone because he just handed me his phone. He's like, whatever. Like, I'll entertain your kids because he's like making faces at him and shit through the window. Right. And I was like, thanks for that. Um, And then I called Brandon and he didn't answer because he's like, I don't know this person. And so then I (laughs) left him a message and I was like, yo, this is your wife. Call me back at this number, though, because 
I don't know it. Because we got a situation unfolding. Yeah. In the and I didn't want to be like, I left the work. kids in the car. Call me back because that'll just create a fucking chaos. <laughs> and so then he, uh, I call again because I was like, well, if he sees a number call twice, like he'll, he'll be like, Pick okay, up. fine. Yeah, you know? Yeah. Who the fuck is this? Yeah. And so I called him again and he's like, this is Brandon. And I was like, hello, <laughs> this is your wife. <laughs> I have locked all of our loved things. My purse, my phone, our two children. <laughs> I've locked my entire life in this fucking car. And I was like, what is the code? And he was like, I think it's, and he said some fucking numbers. And one of those numbers was a seven. And I was like, I am 1,000% sure that <laughs> there wrong. is no seven in it. Like, it's a nine, a five, and a three, but there's like six numbers. But I was like, it's not that. Like, you're, you're dumb. And so then he was like, well, why did you even call me? And I was like, that's a fair point. <laughs> Mostly because my boss told me, call Brandon. He'll know. And I was like, no, he fucking won't. It's not his car. Like, I think he heard the number once. Like, why is he going to remember it? Also, we didn't set up the number. It was like the guy at the fucking dealership who was like, by the way, this is the number. And I was like, that doesn't mean anything to either of us. Like, I'll never remember that. You can't reset that shit? I don't know. You probably can. I don't uh, know. Okay. But and it so, is what it is. Yeah. yeah. I was like, whatever. Long story short, I was able to guide my child by yelling at him through the window to fucking opening up his car seat, Aww. like unbuckling himself and fucking dislocating his shoulders to get <laughs> out of that bitch and then leaning forward and rolling down the window so that I could presumably open the door. But then, of course, I have the fucking child locks on. So I was like, can't open this door. So then I've had to fully unbuckle him and be like, can you go up to the driver's side and <laughs> hit the unlock button that you've never hit before? Also, please don't hit the gear shift or like literally anything else up there because this could be a goddamn nightmare. Oh, and I'm sure he was loving it. Oh, yeah. He yeah. was having a blast. He yeah. was like, he saved the day. You know, yeah. he was so pumped and I got him a gumball. Like, thanks. Aw, that son of a bitch worked you. Thanks for not making me fucking call the 911. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you remember it now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. When I got home, Brandon was like, did you figure it out? And I was like, no. And then uh, he went outside and he was like, it's this. And I was like, it's fucking not, first of all. So miss <laughs> me off. with that shit. Yeah. And he's like, do you want to bet? And I was like, I'm 1000% sure. And then we shook hands and like, oh, we're going to bet, right? I don't know what we're betting. Oh, it's always a blowy. Um, yeah. Had yeah. he been smart, he would have been like anal because yeah. he knew it. <laughs> <laughs> he was right. It was it. <laughs> <laughs> but my dumb ass in the moment was like, that's not it. Hey, you're so stupid. Yeah, and then I was like, it does not have a seven. Like, 1,000% sure so it does not have seven. you didn't even try his number out of, like, desperation. You know, I don't know for a fact if I did try it or not. Obviously, I told him I did and that, yeah. like, it didn't work, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But you called him. He gave you the answer. And you were like, fuck off. <laughs> There's, like, a 60% chance that I did not try it. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, so. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, plus side, didn't have to call 911. That and they were only in there for, like, five minutes. Yeah. But at least we know that your child can get himself out of a predicament now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now i got to have him work on the bottom buckle yeah, thing. Yeah, that's the hardest one. Yeah, it's really, it's hard for me. Yeah, it hurts my fingers. Yeah. I was like, oh, maybe he can just, like, shimmy out. And then I was like, that shit is so tight because I'm so paranoid about it. Like, he's going to fucking pop his hip out of place if he tries <laughs> to get out of You there. did this to yourself. <laughs> I know. I do the same thing, though. Every time I'm like, why is it loose? Ha! <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you go to buckle it back up, and you're like, Jesus, Jesus Christ. You gotta, like, let your arms in, you know? And they're like, my back is hot. 
And they're like, it's cutting my neck <laughs> every time. They, like, pull it to the side a little. Like, is every that better? And they're like, no. Every time I pull it, the little protectors, like, slice my son's neck. Yeah. And he's like, ah! <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know why. Every time I do this to you. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that was my fucking goddamn. Oh, well, good, good job, man. Mm-hmm. You won the award. Thank you. <laughs> Want to hear my goddamn? Yeah. It happened today while I was going to pick up my kids, mm-hmm. so at least they weren't in the car. So, <laughs> Oh, God. Did I, you lock yourself out? <laughs> no. But uh, I was, like, hitting the freeway, you know, fucking jamming out, doing my goddamn thing. And I was in, like, the second lane to the right. Like, there's one lane to the right and then me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I have to get off soon. I'm going to go ahead and get over in the right lane and go slow as fuck because I'm literally dreading the next second that I have to have a child in this car. These are my final moments mm-hmm. of, like, single mother yeah. space zone. That's right? a mom vacation right there. What yeah. is that, 10 minutes? Yeah, that's what I was doing. And so I went to go get over in the slow lane, and I am a fuck ass, and I did not notice <laughs> that there that had, like, a merge going on, you know? Like, mm. there was traffic from fucking another freeway merging onto this freeway that I was on. And I did not see this giant ass truck. And I'm jamming out. So all my car's alarms to tell me like, hey, fucker, there's a truck here. We're going off. And I didn't notice because I wasn't paying the fuck attention. And then all of a sudden I was like, holy shit, there is a vehicle here and I'm about to merge into it. And so then I went back over into my lane. Now, mind you, there was no other traffic. Everything was fine. Whatever. Yeah. But I now have to look at the face of doom and be like, Sorry about it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you know how you have to make that decision of like, I'm either going to ignore them Uh or I'm going to like see what their reaction is and I'm either going to (laughs) scream or I'm going to be like, sorry. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And so now I'm rolling up on the face of doom and I look over and this dude, bless his motherfucking soul, had half his body leaning out of the car and he just was like smiling at me with like a thumbs up. Like, you cool? You cool? You all right? And in that moment, I was just like. I felt so good. Like, <laughs> you're checking to see if I'm okay? Like, like he, I almost fucking killed myself. He legit was like, you know, listen, look like you're having a rough fucking day. <laughs> you almost merged right the fuck into me. Instead of yelling at you, I'm just going to be like, are you okay, ma'am? <laughs> Which so, we all just need to be asked if we're okay sometimes. Seriously, dude. Okay, so this guy's like hanging on his window like, you cool? You like, everything's okay? And I just did like a fucking, yeah, yeah. I just had to like put one finger up like, sorry about it. I know I'm an idiot back there. Thanks for not yelling. I'm glad I'm not flipping you off right now. Yeah. Even though I fully know I am in the wrong and so it just made my fucking day i was like i'm gonna start doing that like instead of like you know having to yell back if people are like yelling like "Eh, fuck you literally somebody threw pizza at my car one time (laughs) instead i'm just gonna be like are are you okay are you ma'am are you having a bad day hey man hope you have a good day (laughs) just like give a thumbs up and drive on you good it's like we need more of those people in this world you know yeah i can't be that person but i feel like i would love it if someone was that person yeah yeah yeah, yeah, it changes legitimately. It was like uh, I hated myself in the moment. Yeah. Like I knew what I did was stupid. Yeah. But what would have sucked worse is if I was like, sorry, and then somebody was like flipping me off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then I'd like, be like, mm. ah, well, fuck you too. All right. It's an honest goddamn mistake. We all have days, you know? <laughs> and then I'd be like driving all mad. I'm not always fucking perfect, okay? Yeah. And instead this guy was just like, you cool? You cool? Are we good? And then I like... <laughs> Wave him off, and he's just like, yeah. I'm like, like, she's got it. Yeah. I was like, damn. That's pretty good. I want to be more like that guy. Yeah. So, you know, everybody, whenever shit's going down, choose a different road. Just choose to be happy. <laughs> choose to be happy about it. He was probably having a great fucking day. Dude, I, his fucking face will forever be in my brain, too, because he had, like, a hat on, and he had longer hair or whatever, and he looked like a younger kid, like, maybe 18 or something. Oh, wow. I know. That's what made it even better. You're like, this like, next generation is going to be you're on not fucking point. You're a dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for not being a dick back there. Shit, man. Anyway, do you want to talk about someone else who was having a fucking rough day? Yep. 
Sure enough, do. Here on episode 150. That's insane! 150. Did you make it like a celebratory one? It's not celebratory so much as it's one that I've been eyeing for a very long time. Ooh. Unfortunately, it is kind of a bigger thing. So you may have heard about it before. That's I'm fine. sure. Whatever. Let's talk about it. I'm sure a lot of people have heard about it. But also, I was like, oh, it's 150. So, like, let's fucking celebrate it, right? Yeah. Like, we'll do this one. That's you what know? I always say. That's what I always say this time. So, <laughs> this one time in history ever. <laughs> this one time that it's been 150, I was like, we got to make this shit special. We made it. Yeah. We have fucking arrived. Yeah. I'm going to tell you about the Port Arthur Massacre. Okay. Bom, 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 bom. A massacre. A massacre. Everyone in Australia is like, God damn it. <laughs> I've heard this a million times. Oh, uh, all right. Well, I don't live there, so I haven't heard it. Yeah. They, oh, you haven't? I don't think so. Oh, no. Fucking. All right. Let's do this. Okay. I'm, oh, I'm for sure going to yell I have, though, halfway through the story. Probably. And definitely will not have had heard it. <laughs> Said a lot of words there. This is getting hard. <laughs> okay. So the main player in our story, mm-hmm. or fucking event, is Martin Bryant. Okay. He was born May 7th, 1967 mm-hmm. in Tasmania, Australia. Okay. His parents were Maurice and Carlene Bryant. They had a home in Tasmania and a beach house in Carnarvon Bay. Mm-hmm. So they're doing fucking all right, right. Okay. Is that like a fancy place to live? I don't know. They have two houses. One of them is okay. on a fucking bay. They were like, it's a beach house. <laughs> all mm, right. You're doing okay. <laughs> but Martin struggled with being bullied in school. Aw, oh, man. And so in response to that, he would act out violently Uh-oh. by bullying other kids and vandalizing property. Mm, that sucks. For example, he pulled a snorkel off another kid while they were diving. <gasps> okay. These are like serious bully offenses here. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty violent, right? Yeah. But also... <laughs> Like, you could just put it back on. Like, yeah, it snorkel is not that deep. Yeah, I mean, it's not that fucking bad. But again, this is when he was a kid, right? Yeah, yeah. And he would chop down neighbors' trees. Okay. Which, again, like... Just not, being a dick. <laughs> not that bad, but you're just being a dick. Yeah, yeah. like, it's not, it's not detrimental to fucking life or anything. But, like, that's my fucking tree, bro. Yeah, I've been growing that from seed. Yeah. For years. For years now. Uh-huh. And it finally became a tree. What would, what would motivate him to choose a tree to chop down? I don't know. Like, he knew that fucking tree was special. And this one meant something to them. Yeah, what an asshole. I mean, maybe he just wanted to, like, hit something a lot of times. He's like, you know what I've always wanted to do? Fucking chop down a tree. <laughs> to know what it feels like to chop a tree down. <laughs> okay. He allegedly also tortured animals. Ah, he's a fucking asshole. Yeah. There were no details on that, which Good. I didn't want yeah. details, but like I don't I don't know what was going on there, right? Yeah. So he was suspended from school for a time and his parents had psychological testing done on him because they were like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> We're pretty fucking concerned. Let's be a little with, proactive here. Yeah, like the whole animal torture thing or whatever, right? Yeah. And the psychiatrist was like, yeah, that's pretty fucking concerning. And also, he may be schizophrenic. Oh, hey, BT dubs. Yeah. And yeah. so with that, they sent him back to school. Oh, okay. <laughs> they were like, thanks for the information, doc. Yeah, that's good to go. know. At least we now can put a label on it and do nothing about it. Yeah, exactly. So they sent him back to school. And I guess his behavior was better for a while. But mm-hmm. he would still bully kids that were younger than him, right? Okay. So he was transferred to a special needs unit in high school, and from there, his behavior and grades both declined until he was out of school altogether. Oh, my God. Was he, like, mentally deteriorating, or was it just, like, he fucking was, like, fuck Uh, school? I don't know, actually, on that. I would assume that he's he was mentally deteriorating as well, but—because they were, like, your grades and shit were, too, right? Yeah. Okay. But 
On a side note of that, I don't know if he actually graduated or what, or just like fucking. I don't left think you school. had to then. <laughs> <laughs> just say you did it, right? Like you yeah. know, I went. Yeah, I showed up occasionally. But his parents were concerned with what he was going to do for the rest of his life. Sure, because they're like, I don't want to own this forever. Yeah, because, I mean, and essentially he's, like, unfit for work, right? Yeah. So they got him psychologically tested again in the hopes that he would get a disability pension for being mentally disabled. So then he doesn't have to work. Mm -hmm. And he can maintain his own somewhat sort of freedom or, like, quality of life. Yeah, I mean, he's not, like, completely reliant on his parents at that point, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. So the psychiatrist basically agreed that he was mentally disabled and he could be schizophrenic. Mm. And he said he cannot read or write, does a bit of gardening and watches TV. His parents face a bleak future with him. Oh, wow. That's kind of sad. Yeah, but I think it was like the 80s. Yeah. So they're just like, ah, you that sucks for you, man. His future is bleak. <laughs> yeah. And so he received a pension for being disabled, but he also got odd jobs around town as, like, a gardener and a handyman, right? Okay. When he was 19 years old in 1987, Mm -hmm. he was out looking for new customers, and he found Helen Mary Elizabeth Harvey, who lived in a mansion. Ooh, hey y'all. What's up, Helen? Mm Mm-hmm. With her mother, Hilza. Okay. Helen was 54 years old and an heiress to a lottery fortune. Ugh. And she didn't have a lot of friends. I could be so goddamn lucky. Fucking right. Ugh. Someday. So she made friends with Martin, and he would hang out with her in her mansion and help her with chores. Sounds awesome. Yeah. Sounds like a fucking sweet deal, right? Yeah. She'll fucking do your dishes. Hell yeah. Hey, by the way, is that a bouncy house inside? (laughs) (laughs) It is now. Uh, He would do some gardening and cleaning and other fucking bullshit that goes into maintaining a mansion. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, oh, I just need a Phillips head and some WD. Mm-hmm. He's like, I can do this. I would love to hang that picture for you. Right? Yeah, I'm so strong. But here's the thing about the mansion. Tell me about it. I guess it was kind of in disrepair. Oh, so it was a lot of work. Uh-huh. And I am speculating wildly here, mm-hmm. but Helen may not have been in her right mind either. Oh, like she should not have been left alone to care for that property or herself um and her mother oh yeah who was upper 70s oh yeah oh wait how old was helen 54 okay yeah but one of the chores that martin was helping her with was feeding her 14 dogs who lived in the home jesus christ that's a lot of dogs it's a lot of dogs <laughs> was there shit everywhere I don't know. Oh. But it's a lot of dogs. It's like a hoarding scenario. Um, And there were 40 cats in the garage. Whoa. In the garage? Yeah. How do you keep them all in there? I don't know. How do you fucking fit 40 cats in a garage? I mean, I'm sure it was like a four-car garage or something. Oh, Is that even mentioned. a thing? And a three car cars. Garage. I don't know. I don't know how they kept them all in there. I'm sure they weren't neutered because they were just fucking banging it out yeah, in there. Yeah, that's some incestual Some of those cats probably weren't feeling so hot, right? (laughs) Like, they had the sniffles. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Oh, that's actually really sad. Most of those hoarding situations are really sad. They're all matted and shit. They're like, I love my animals. And they're, like, blind Uh, in both eyes. uh, Yeah. Yeah. That breaks my heart. Yeah. It's really sad. So, someone, presumably a neighbor, Mm -hmm. called the authorities to be like, "Um, The fuck? I don't think it's really healthy to... Have these women living in this house with all these fucking animals, right? And Helen's mom was 79 years old at the time. Yeah. So paramedics came and they checked out Helen and her mom and decided that they both needed medical treatment, like, fucking urgently, right? And that the home was unfit for Hilza to live in. Okay. 
And so it was kind of like a hoarding situation. You have to get it cleaned or you have to have it condemned or whatever, right? Yeah. Oh, man, a mansion. Yeah. And so, unfortunately, Helen's mom, Hilza, died just a few weeks later. <gasps> they took her out of her environment. I think so, yeah. And then uh, all the fresh air, like, fucking broke shit loose. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But Martin and his dad both helped Helen to clean up the mansion and get it to a livable condition. Okay, so she could keep it. Yeah. And Martin's dad even took leave from work to help with the cleanup. Oh, that ain't something I think I would do. It is not? Or <laughs> I it don't is? think so. Oh, no. I don't want to clean my own house. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think I would help with that either. I don't want to shovel my own fucking shit out of my house. No, that's too much work. Yeah. So once the place was in a reasonable condition again, Helen invited Martin to live with her. That's nice. Yeah. I mean, it's nice. Okay, why are you all questioning it? I'm like over here like, hell yeah, Martin, get in there. Well, because he's 19 and she's 54. Oh, oh, I forgot. I did not know that he what his age was. But also, I mean, if he's like the handyman, right? Yeah, he's just like a friend or whatever. Like, still, I don't know. It's weird. She's a me. lonely lady. And I don't mean that in, like, a creepy way. It's just, like, maybe he just needed a house. Like, literally, my mother-in-law had somebody living with her for a while. Yeah, That was much did. younger. Yeah. I, well, I don't want to be, like, she ever listened. She'll be like, okay, that was a little too strong on the much, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I just mean, like, enough gap that you'd be like, what's going on there? Like, if they were dating, it would yeah. have been, like, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Were they dating? No, 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 no. Story here? All right. No, but that's kind of where you think, right? Like, yeah, where yeah. your head goes. yeah. Well, that's why I was saying I don't think it's that weird because in my life that scenario has happened where, like, a younger person needs a place to live and somebody's older person's like, hey, guess what? I have 12 fucking rooms. Yeah, I don't need all this space. Yeah, yeah. I'll take 300 a month. Okay, that makes sense. Maybe. Maybe it was that kind of situation. I don't know what the conversation was. (laughs) You weren't there. I wasn't there. I didn't document it. Um, But I believe that it was, like, a purely platonic relationship. They're just friends, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So – She's rich, right? Bitch. Yeah. She got this fucking mansion money. So their idea of a good time was to go on shopping trips and spending sprees. Sure. They bought over 30 new cars in the span of three years. Well, that's big shopping. That yeah. sounds, that's a whole, that's 30 entire days of your life you sat at a dealership. Yeah. 30? That's a whole month of your life. 30. Yeah. In three years. So that's like every couple of months you're like, we should buy a new fucking car. That sounds like a lot of work. That's I so hate much buying work. cars. So meanwhile, his pension was up for review, so Martin went back in to see a psychiatrist who would deem if he was still mentally disabled, right? Uh Uh-huh. And the psychiatrist said, quote, Father protects him from any occasion which might upset him as he continually threatens violence. Okay, so his parents are like, "Eh, everything's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Martin tells me he would like to go around shooting people. Oh, that's not good. It would be unsafe to allow Martin out of his parents' control. Oh, but he's already kind of out of it, right? Yeah. Okay. But I mean, I guess like in other ways, he's still under their control. Like they had control of his finances or whatever, oh, right? Gotcha. Yeah. But mm, <laughs> fucking red flags, right? Oh, yeah. There's a lot of those. <laughs> yeah. In this whole story. Yeah. Yeah. So since they weren't allowed to have animals at the mansion anymore, <laughs> presumably a rule made by the fucking authorities who came in and were like, uh, get the fuck out of here. Was that a goldfish? <laughs> this is irresponsible. Yeah. Yeah. So Martin and Helen moved into a 72-acre farm in 1991. So you're allowed to have them outside of the house, or you're allowed to have them if you call it a farm? Or if it's on a different property, like, oh, that house can't have animals? Oh, this check house. it out. You will not believe what I have in store for these yeah. cows. You ain't said shit about this house. <laughs> 
So I'm assuming they got farm animals and all that kind of shit, right? Mm -hmm. But the more prominent part is that the neighbors were all super weirded out by Martin. Oh, tell me more. Well, I guess he would roam the property with an airsoft gun. And whenever people would stop on the street to buy, like, apples at a little fucking stand nearby or whatever, yeah. he would shoot at them. And then well, that's at, not very nice. <laughs> no, not at all. Which, also, it's an airsoft gun, so I mean, you're like, what Still, the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> Still. And if I got shot with an airsoft gun, not knowing that I was going to get shot with an airsoft gun. I feel like you got stung by a bee. <laughs> I would fall to the fucking ground like I got hit by a goddamn bullet, all right? And I'd be telling you, like, go on without me. <laughs> oh, my God. I want to shoot you with an airsoft gun. <laughs> no, no. I mean, you could do it if I'm aware. Yeah. If I know that there's one in the room. But if you didn't know, I just, oh, he's got me. He got hey. me. Go on without me. He literally, like, a little snap when it's shot. <laughs> he had a silencer. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going down. Dragging down the wall. Oh, uh, God. So that's probably what people would do, right? So, <laughs> yeah, that's terrifying, though. It is pretty shitty, yeah. It would not just be like I got stung by a bee. An airsoft gun? How far away is he? I'm assuming at least across the street, which is far enough. <laughs> it's just like bouncing at their feet. Right? Like, it just goes near them. How inconvenient. <laughs> Probably didn't even hit most of them. He doesn't have that great of aim. Also, those things just like fucking spiral. Zip around. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> at night, I guess he would wander the neighbor's properties too. Oh. And when dogs would bark at him, he would shoot at them. No. With the airsoft gun. I still don't like it. It's like fucking dick move, yeah. right? Yeah. I don't like it with... With animals. With people buying strawberries. It's kind of funny. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Get them in the back of the arm when they're not expecting it. Ooh. Oh, that would hurt. Yeah. I'm just thinking, like, what if it's stuck, you know? Like, if he's close. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh. that would suck. Yeah. 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 So then, in, like, the light of day or whatever, when he's just wandering around... He, he would just wanders one like twenty four hours. Yeah, he's just he's just outside the house, you know. Just well, be I'm the type of guy. <laughs> exactly. Like, around. Oh my um, god! But he would try to be friends with the neighbors, like he hadn't just been a fucking weirdo shooting at their dogs and shit. So right? he's only weird at night. Mm. Maybe really he's weird all night? the time, but he's only like shooting their dogs and prowling their property at night. Mm. I, I don't know. Yeah. He's always fucking weird though. Okay. And then the neighbors would be like, um. No, no. That's not cool. You're we, doing some weird shit back there. We fucking saw you back there. Like, we don't want to be friends. We're not chill. This isn't okay. Get yeah. away. You're weird as fuck, right? Yeah. And so Martin was still prone to violent outbursts. Uh-huh. So he'd get pissed. Eh. Well, oh. I guess one... <laughs> eh. That's not where this is going at all. Eh. No. <laughs> Set you up for that. No. Set you up for a complete failure. No. <laughs> I guess one of the things that he would do was grab Helen's steering wheel while she was driving. Mm-hmm. Which is not fucking smart, usually, right? Yeah. They had gotten into three separate accidents as a result of him doing this. Like, he would just, like, jerk it? Yeah. He'd grab a steering wheel and be like, well, we're all going to fucking go over here now. Oh, my God. No, thank you. Yeah. So Helen had told people that because of this, she wouldn't drive faster than 60 kilometers, which is 37 miles an hour. Because fucking this dude is just going to (laughs) crank Yeah, he's just... on that steering wheel. It's dangerous, you know? Like, if you're going too fast, you might flip. That's fucking sketch of shit, right? Yeah. Totally unrelated. Helen died in a car accident. Oh, okay. In, in October, That's shit luck. <laughs> in October of 1992, her car veered into oncoming traffic. Oh my coll- god! Collided with another car, and she died. But he wasn't in the car. Oh, he was in the car. Okay, so mm-hmm. we know what happened. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So she died. 
He was in the hospital for seven months after the accident for neck and back injuries. Oh, my God. And I guess he was investigated by police on account of, like, fucking doing that shit before, right? Yeah, yeah. But I guess nothing came of it. They probably can't prove it, right, if he was the only one in the in the vehicle? Yeah, yeah. I guess, I mean, unless the oncoming traffic or something saw him, like, leaning over yeah. or something like that. <gasps> Dude, that's yeah. crazy. I wonder if he, like, felt bad. Fucking, I should hope. I don't know. But Ugh. he didn't have any repercussions because of that. Yeah. Right? Nothing happened. Oh my God. She's got to be so pissed. In, in like the afterlife. <laughs> yeah. She's like, God I fucking, fucking, I told you knew to it. stop. Yeah. I don't know. So now, apparently, Martin was the sole beneficiary of her will. Oh, how convenient. Yeah. I'm surprised that Helen didn't give up on him. Right? Like, like can you quit right. being a dick? But how long were they living together before she died? Like, how old was she? Let's see. Like, how long did she not give up on him? That's I want to say it was like a year and a half. Wow. Yeah. Damn, that's not, that sucks. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. So now, Martin is the proud owner of assets equaling over half a million dollars. Wow. His mom quickly applied for guardianship order based on his mental disabilities. Yeah. And she was granted it. Yeah, good. So Martin moved back into his parents' home, and his dad took over looking after the farm for him. Oh, my God. That is, those are good parents. You literally just talked yeah. about not letting your kid have a rabbit. Yeah, yeah, and a they were farm? like, they were like, you Ugh. bought this farm. I guess we'll keep it running for you, right? You know what, though, and I, the dad went to help him clean up this random ass lady's mansion. Yeah, like I'll take time off work to do I, that. They for sound you. actually like really good parents. Yeah, they sound like they were trying for sure. Yeah, um, not to be so shocking, but like you know, kinda, I mean, usually it's kind of grew up to be an ass back right? there, but yeah. yeah, but his dad was on antidepressants. I'm sure he's fucking his whole life just turned into like making sure his son doesn't fuck shit up. I mean, basically. And the one psychiatrist said that like his dad basically did every like kept him from getting angry. Yeah. yeah. Kept him from having these fucking outbursts or whatever. Right. Oh, man, that's tough. So his dad was working through some shit. Yeah. And he secretly transferred his joint bank account and utilities into his wife's name. OK. And then two months later, on August 14th, 1993, Someone went to the farm looking for Maurice, uh-huh. the dad. Yeah. But instead, they found a note on the door saying, call the police. Oh, no. The police got there, and they found a couple thousand dollars in Maurice's car, but they couldn't find him. Yeah. And there was, I guess, like, fucking a body of water on the property. A pond. It had four dams, so I don't know what it Whoa. was. Okay, yeah, it's like a, a lake, a river. I don't know. I guess it's a river. It's seventy-two acres, so I'm assuming maybe it's a river. I don't fucking know. I did not look into it. Jesus. Either way, there were four dams on the property, right? Yeah. In this body of water. So then the police get the diving team in to be like, "Hey, let's fucking go check that out. Check this shit out, right?" And Maurice was found in the dam closest to the home uh-huh. with a diving belt. <gasps> like a diving weight belt yeah. around his neck. Why would you do that to yourself? I don't know. Are you telling me that he did not do this to himself? I'm not telling you anything. It was ruled as a suicide. Okay. And there's that. Started to get a little fishy. Well, Martin inherited a fund with roughly $250,000 in it from his father. Yeah, dying. I would also think that it's getting a little fishy, except for the fact that I don't think Martin would have been able to transfer his dad's, like, utilities and shit into yeah, his mom's name. Like, how he would talk. Yeah. yeah but that's yeah. a weird way to commit suicide. Oh, yeah. Why around Just your drown neck? drown myself? That's the fucking worst way to go. But, like, why around your neck? I mean, keep your head underwater. I guess. But wouldn't the weights keep your whole body underwater? <laughs> like, regardless of where you put them? 
I don't know. Maybe he was like, I don't want to put on my whole scuba gear and shit. It legit doesn't matter because you're about to <laughs> off yourself. But I have like so many. I clearly have never been to that point in my life. Yeah. So I guess when they were pulling Maurice's body out of the water, Martin was watching from behind a fence. Oh, that's traumatic. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Put up a tent, bro. Like, what's going on? 80s. Like, uh... <laughs> Early 90s. Like, when they kill a horse on the racetrack. <laughs> yes. It's a tarp. Yes, that's exactly yeah. what I'm talking about. I don't know. They were out at a dam. They're like, put it over here. Yeah, he they're on, like, like, private property, too. Yeah, exactly. They're probably helicopters <laughs> looking for what's going on over here. So after this, Martin started going on spending sprees again. And he started to dress how he thought rich people should dress. Right? Oh, is it like Dumb and Dumber? <laughs> like literally, bright orange with ruffles. Literally, yes. <laughs> One of the suits that he had was an electric blue suit with Ooh. flared legs Ooh. and a white ruffle shirt under okay. it. Okay, mm-hmm. Casanova. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. I guess the owner of a restaurant that was nearby that Martin would always go to eat at said he would wear that all the time and like you know try to talk to the people around him and stuff. And he's like, everybody was making fun of him. Like, I actually kind of oh, felt bad for him. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. And another fucking ensemble of his or whatever mm. would be, like, a lot of suits, different kinds of suits, but that one in particular, very fancy. Mm-hmm. Lizard skin shoes. <gasps> How many lizards did it take? I don't know. <laughs> like, our tiny little lizards? <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Like, alligator lizards or, like, <laughs> little lizards? Because it's not crocodile skin shoes, which I feel like you can make a lot of shoes out of one crocodile. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, okay. um, and a Panama hat. Oh, which is essentially just a fedora. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> With did not a feather know that. in it. It I has like, a feather in it in my mind. Mm, it should like a little red one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. And so he would wear that, and he would carry around a briefcase, and he told people that he had a high-paying career. Like, okay, yes, I'm just going to work now, and neighbors would be like, okay, <laughs> the fuck. Who's this guy? Who wears an electric blue suit? Where are you going? We're in the same outfit again. Yeah. So Martin started traveling in the hopes to find friends because he's getting kind of lonely, right? Oh. But people avoided him in other countries as well. Yeah, because they're like, oh, he's being different than everybody else. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Yep. And so his favorite part was the actual, like, flight, the flying, because oh. he essentially had, like, a captive audience to talk to. Oh, my home, God. Right? Bless anybody's soul who had to deal with that, huh? Yeah. And he got a girlfriend. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But he was still lonely. So, what? I mean... Talk to your girlfriend. Shit. He didn't have friends. I mean, he had her, I guess, now, but he didn't have friends. So, he became suicidal, and he started drinking more often. Oh, my God. Okay, this sounds bad. How old is he? Like-ish? 20s mm, or something? I want to say, yeah. He's, like, like mid-20s, maybe? Okay. So... Allegedly, he told a neighbor that he was going to do something so that everyone would remember him. Oh, well, I mean, I think the electric suit was enough. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Nobody is going to forget that. Yeah. So then on April 28th, 1996, Martin got up at 6 a.m., which was unusual for him. His girlfriend left the house at 8 a.m. to go visit her family. Mm -hmm. And then Martin left the house at 9.47 a.m. Okay, we got a lot of times here. Very Mm -hmm. specific. Mm -hmm. Very specific. He drove toward Port Arthur, which was an old prison colony turned tourist destination oh no and just before he got there he stopped at the seascape guest accommodation which i guess is like a house Mm -hmm. which allegedly his dad had wanted to buy but they didn't want to sell it okay i don't know so martin went inside and we don't really know what happened in there Mm -hmm. but there were several shots fired oh god and the owner david and nolene martin were killed Uh uh-oh David had been gagged and stabbed. (gasps) 
Oh, my God. So it wasn't like, this is a stick up. Mm, I don't think so. Oh. No. Oh, okay. So when he was finished there, he took the keys and locked the door. And when he was leaving, there was a couple that was coming up and asked if they could go inside because it's like this fucking guest lodge or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, And he told them no and that his parents weren't home, his girlfriend was inside, so they couldn't go in, right? Okay. And so the couple said that he was rude and they were, like, kind of uncomfortable with the whole interaction. And so they just left, like, all right, whatever. Fuck yeah, it. like, that was weird. Yeah, this guy's weird. So he got back in his car and he continued on to Port Arthur. He saw a car that was pulled over with the hood up because it had overheated. Mm -hmm. And he got out to talk to them and don't really know what was said other than he told them, like, hey, you should go by the cafe for a coffee later. What? I don't know. Okay. But that came up somehow in their conversation. Yeah. Hey, so anyway, sucks about your car. You know, it's great coffee. I'm thinking that that's like, that's what he would do. He would just talk to people or whatever, right? Like he's trying to make friends and shit. And so he's like, oh, there's this cool coffee place or cafe in town. Like you should go fucking drink some coffee there, right? Yeah. Yeah. He stopped again at a lookout that was owned by the couple he had just murdered. Mm Mm-hmm. And I guess he must have known them or been, like, really familiar with the property and the people because he saw another man that he recognized Mm -hmm. named Roger Lerner. All right. He told Roger that he was looking to buy some cows off of him. Okay. And, like, asked about his wife, Marion. So, like, he knows them, right? Okay, yeah. And he asked if Marion was home and if he could go see her. Creepy. Uh, Yeah, not the greatest. And Roger was like, I mean, yeah, she's home, but, like, I'll go with you, right? Yeah, okay, go Roger. Yeah, and Martin was like, ah, fuck, you know what? Actually, I'm going to go to this other thing first, so, like, maybe I'll come by later, right? All right. And he didn't go. Okay. So at about 1.10 p.m., he paid the entry at the toll booth into the Port Arthur site, mm-hmm. and he continued on to the Broad Arrow Cafe and parked out front. That's Uh-oh. the cafe that he told his people to stop at, right? Yeah, yeah. A security manager told him to move his car over to where other cars were parked because, I guess, the area was reserved or something and it was super busy that day. He just, like, pulls straight up into, like, the delivery spot and yeah. like, twirls his fucking cane. Yeah, like, basically. Here I am. <laughs> Literally, yeah. He's like, and I'm here. <laughs> and so the security guy was like, yo, move your car. And so Martin went and moved it, but he sat in his car for a few minutes and then eventually he just moved his car back to the front of the cafe, right? Like, okay. You know what? Never mind. You know what? Fuck this guy. I was going to be the nice guy, but mm-hmm. he pissed me off. Mm-hmm. I'm going to park here anyway. And the security guard guy was like, I don't fucking get paid enough for this shit, right? Like, whatever. <laughs> All right. I did the one thing I had to do. Yeah. So he wasn't <laughs> going to ask him again. He's like, we didn't fucking listen. Yeah. But he did see Martin enter the cafe with like a duffel bag. Okay. Once Martin was inside the cafe, he ordered food and started trying to spark up conversations with fucking anyone around him who would listen, right? Uh-huh. And I guess one of his fucking openers... Uh-oh. Was to talk about the lack of Japanese tourists. What? Which, okay. No wonder nobody's engaging with him. Like, <laughs> yeah. all right, you fucking weirdo. Like, <laughs> just Start with like, the weather, bitch. <laughs> yeah, like literally anything else. What are you visiting today? What do you hope to see? Oh, yeah. Are you in, are you from here? <laughs> fucking anything else. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's what he went with. All right. So people were also saying that he looked nervous. Oh, that's not good. That makes you, like, instantly uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah. Like, well, what, what do you know that I don't know? What's going on? <laughs> I don't like that. So when Martin finished eating, he returned his tray, he opened his bag, and he pulled out an AR-15 with a scope and a 30-round magazine attached. Oh, my God. I imagine this is, like, a small cafe. I mean, I think it was, like, a bigger-than-average cafe. Like, you don't need a scope. 
is what I'm thinking. Oh, yeah. No. Okay. No. Okay. You don't need an assault rifle. <laughs> That's a fair. That is a fair point. In fact, those are mostly for long range, I assume. <laughs> but he, real quickly, just shot the couple sitting at the table next to him. Oh, my God. It was Mo Yi Ying and Su Lang Chung. Okay. They were on vacation from Malaysia. Uh-huh. The cafe was obviously freaking the fuck out now, right? Like, <laughs> no. What was that back there? That was intense. Whoa. And Martin turned and shot Mick Sargent, but he only grazed his head and Mick fell to the ground. <gasps> well, that, that's scary as fuck. And then Martin shot Mick's girlfriend, Elizabeth oh. Scott, in the back of the head. <gasps> she was 21 years old. Oh, shit. Okay. It's about to get real fucking intense. Oh, no. Okay. So now he's on it. So Martin aimed at Joanne Winter and her 15-month-old baby, <gasps> Mitchell. <gasps> but Joanne's husband was working at the cafe at the time, and he saw this happen, <gasps> and so he chucked a tray at Martin oh my to God. distract him. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then Joanne's dad, while Martin was, like, kind of distracted by this tray, yeah. Joanne's dad pushed Joanne and the baby under the table to, like, fucking hide him, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. A man stood up and yelled, no, not here. <gasps> not just, today. That's not today, me. motherfucker. That's me. But it was today. No. <laughs> because he got shot in the neck. I was 44-year-old Anthony Nightingale. Oh, my God. Yeah. So Martin kept shooting, and he killed Kevin Sharp, who was 68 years old. Aww. He shot Walter Bennett, who was 66 years old. He was killed, and then the bullet went through him and also killed Raymond Sharp, oh, who was shit. 67 years old. He was Kevin's brother. Jesus Christ. Because this shit is made for, like, fucking long range. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah. like, going Blo through yeah. people, walls. There's bullet fragments that are, like, bouncing around or whatever, like, How exploding. How did you get a fucking assault rifle? You can literally fucking buy one. I don't know. But, like, he was on so many fucking red flag alerts, right? Oh, like, yeah. how did he acquire this? Yeah. Good money. I don't... <laughs> he right. had money. What are the laws Yeah. There? I don't Anybody know. you can have them? I don't fucking I mean, know. in 1987 or... There what, were what no was laws. This? 1996. Yeah, they were like, ah, fuck it. You're fine. That's fine. Fuck it. Just guns? All of us. Yeah. Let's all get them, right? It's our rights. <laughs> God damn it. But this is Australia, so they were different. Well, yeah. they weren't different. They are now. So those three guys, Kevin, Walter, and Raymond, were all shot in the back at close range. Jeez. I guess bullet fragments were, like, exploding off because, like I said, that fucking thing is not made for close distance. And so yeah. the bullets were, like, literally exploding and breaking off and hitting other people who were being injured. By these bullet fragments. Yeah, like ricochet shit. Yeah. Martin turned toward a table of three, uh, husband and wife, Tony and Sarah Kiston, and Andrew Mills. Mm -hmm. He shot Andrew in the head and <gasps> Tony in the head. Oh, my God. But before Tony was hit, he pushed Sarah under the table, and I guess Martin didn't see her. Oh, my God. So she lived. He shot Graham Collier in the jaw. He had been sitting at a table with Carolyn Lawton and her daughter, Sarah. But Sarah wasn't at the table at the time. Uh -huh. She was, like, up talking to another table or something. I think she saw a friend or something there. Mm -hmm. And so when all this started, she started running back to her mom, and her mom threw herself over Sarah. But Carolyn was shot in the back, and Sarah was still shot in the head. Oh, my God. Yeah. This is fucking horrific. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Martin was near the exit, so no one could get by him. And he shot Mervyn Howard and his wife, Mary. A man named Robert Elliott stood up and then was shot in the arm and head. 
But he lived. Whoa. This is a lot of detail. Well, there's a lot of people in there, and a lot of them live. Okay, I was like, how do they know? Like, Most, if I was thinking if one person survived, yeah, I'd yeah. be like, I don't know who the fuck said what. Yeah, <laughs> like, and, I don't know what happened. And then this guy, and then that, and then this. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think there were a lot of witnesses. Oh, my God. Most of the rest of the survivors at this point were hiding under tables or behind stuff. Yeah. Oh, shit. This all happened within 15 seconds. Holy like, shit. up to this point. Yeah. Was 15 seconds. That's, That's so fucking fast. Yeah. Like, he, do you, was he aiming or was he just, like, shooting? I think he was, like, turning towards people, being like, that table. Next table. That table. Yeah. Oh. And then oh. people were, like, pushing people away or under tables and stuff, so he wasn't necessarily, like, and this is three, and, like. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. I was yeah. just curious, like, damn. 15 seconds is pretty quick. That's so fucking fast. That's scary. So then Martin walked to the gift shop area because, like, it's a historic site. Maybe, I don't know why the cafe has a gift shop, but it did. Uh Uh-huh. He killed the two girls who had been working there, 17-year-old Nicole Burgess and 26-year-old Elizabeth Howard. Mm. Inside the gift shop, people were hiding all over, and a few had attempted to escape out a back door, but it was locked, so they were, like, oh, hiding nearby it, oh, fucking Jesus. behind, like, a burlap sheet, I guess. For sure, a cracker barrel. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Very well, could be something similar. <laughs> so Martin went back out into the cafe when he saw movement, and he shot and killed Gwen Neander, who was trying to fucking run for the front door. Oh, my God. Which is fucking terrifying. Yeah. He shot at a table that was flipped over, and he hit Peter Croswell, who was hiding behind it. Uh-huh. But he was only hit in the butt, luckily, so he survived. Oh, shit. Now, in that scenario, mm-hmm. he gets shot in the butt. Mm-hmm. Do you yell out? You probably try not to. And you just pretend to be dead or something? Or I don't like... think I could not yell out, though. I know. That's what I'm saying. Is like Maybe you yell out once, but then, like, not again. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, shit. That's terrible. I don't know. Literally, so this is going to give me nightmares. Right? Like, I'm going to have anxiety anytime I go into, like, a public place now. I already do. <laughs> True. But I'm going to be like, 15 seconds, bro. 15 seconds. Home dude in front of me with a backpack could wreck some shit. Yeah. Anybody with a fucking duffel bag be like, well, what's, yeah. what's that about? Yeah. Okay. So there was Jason Winter, who had originally thrown the tray at Martin to distract from his wife and baby, right? Yeah. Yeah. I guess he had been hiding in the gift shop, and he thought that Martin left, and so he was i guess he said something like oh i think he left oh shit and then he got up and martin saw him and he shot him in the hand the neck the chest and the head oh my god what the fuck that's sad yeah so martin had to reload his gun and he went back to the gift shop oh my god yeah like people are held captive here yeah they can't move because he'll yeah see them so they're just trying to hide oh my god so in the gift shop Again, he killed Ronald Jerry, Peter Nash, and Pauline Masters. Peter Nash had been lying down on top of his wife, Carolyn, in an attempt to hide her. Yeah. And Martin didn't see her, so she survived. (gasps) And you got to lay there while that happens and just be quiet? Yeah. Yeah. Shit. While your husband gets shot on top of you. That's fucking insane. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Talk about needing therapy shit. Oh, my God, right? I don't think anybody fucking left this unscathed. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think I'm leaving it unscathed. Right? Yeah. So Martin aimed and fired at the next man, but his magazine was empty. Oh. Fucking. Yeah. Lucky. Oh, my God. But he reloaded at the gift shop counter, and then he left the building. Okay. 
In all, he fired 29 shots in the cafe and the gift shop. Mm -hmm. He killed 20 people and 12 people were wounded. Oh, my God. But he wasn't done. That's insane. So apparently some people had been able to escape through the kitchen and they warned people outside like, yo, there's a fucking gunman inside. Yeah. Get out of here. Whatever. Right. (laughs) Uh, We should probably fucking skedaddle. (laughs) Cool. Just wanted to share that information. (laughs) I don't know if anyone was really interested or what. Excuse me. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. So people started like scattering outside, too. And now they're all trying to hide in bushes Mm -hmm. or nearby buildings and stuff. I guess there were like buses to take people around the site so there were long lines of people outside waiting on those buses oh my god scatter run some of the people thought that maybe the shooting was actually a reenactment (gasps) from like the prison days oh no so some of them started watching yeah and like get closer to see what's going on yeah yeah oh no so martin got outside and he saw a man guiding people away from the cafe and into the information center He shot at him but missed. So he moved over toward the buses and he shot one of the bus drivers in the back who was attempting to run away. Oh, my God. That was Royce Thompson. He was able to get under the bus, Uh but he later died of his injuries. Oh, my gosh. This is fucking horrible. A woman named Bridget Cook was trying to help guide people between the buses and into cover when Martin saw the group and shot at her. He hit her in the thigh and her bone exploded. Ah! Don't ever say that. Uh, yeah. No. That's fucking horrifying, right? Yeah. Another bus driver was hit by the fragments of her bone. No. And was also injured. No. But they were both able to escape. What the fuck? Oh, what? I didn't know that that was also a new fear that I have to carry around <laughs> in my head. Like, your bones can explode and injure me. That's like I mean, it's like shrapnel at that point. But Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, thank you. No, thank you. He shot Winifred Applin in the side, who was trying to get behind a bus and was killed. Mm. Yvonne Lockley was grazed on the cheek. Oh, that's too close. But she was able to get onto a bus and hide. She lived. Mm. So now people are running away from the buses and toward the jetty. Mm-hmm. But then someone yelled that Martin was heading over towards the jetty. Oh, my God. There's like this is insane. It's a fucking Shit disaster. Show. Yeah. Yeah. A massacre. It is a massacre. Yeah. And so people started doubling back from the jetty. Now back toward where. Oh, Martin my God. Is. Now we're crashing into each other. And that's when Martin saw Janet and Neville Quinn. Uh-huh. He shot Janet in the back and she fell next to the bus where Royce was hiding. Yeah. But his... she couldn't move. She oh. was like paralyzed. <gasps> yeah. <sighs> yeah. Oh my God. Why can't, do, I don't want this level of detail in my brain. Mm. Sorry. So he kept firing at basically anyone that he saw, right? Yeah. More people were shot and survived. I'm guessing because now he's at like a farther range and he's not like a great shot. Yeah. As opposed to in the cafe where everything was like right, right there. Right there. Yeah. Martin then went to his car and he got another rifle. He saw Denise Cromer, who was attempting to hide by the prison ruins, and he shot at her, but Mm. he hit the ground in front of her instead. Okay. And so I guess there's an account of her being like, uh, everything fucking in front of me just started, like, blowing up dust and shit. Yeah. Like, that's terrifying. It is. Then he got back in his car, and he just sat there for a few minutes. What the fuck? Yeah. So, like, just watching the chaos unfold? Probably, yeah. Oh, man. And then he noticed people hiding behind other cars in the lot. 
So mm-hmm. he got out and he started shooting at them. How much ammo does this guy have? He had hundreds of rounds. Oh no! And these magazines are thirty round clips or whatever. Oh so my he's. God. 30 shots. I mean, he only fired 29 or something in the cafe. That's insane. Yeah. So the people that were hiding in the, like, behind all the other cars and stuff, Mm -hmm. they took off and they ran to hide in some bushes. And Martin shot at them multiple times. Oh, my God. But he missed. Okay. But still, what's going on, dude? Uh, Yeah. Give it up. And he's outside of his car now doing Mm -hmm. this. Yeah, he's back outside of his car. Okay. So Martin went back to the buses and he saw Janet lying injured, unable to move near the buses. And he shot her again in the back, this time killing her. Oh, my God. How do we know, though, that she was, like, alive and paralyzed and just laying there and couldn't do anything? Well, Royce was under the bus. (gasps) Oh, my God. Hiding. Were they talking? I mean, probably. (gasps) I don't know. He died later of his injuries, but I'm assuming maybe he, he got to— accounted yeah. for— Oh, my mm-hmm. God. This is terrible. Yeah. So Martin got on one of the buses, and he found Elva Gaylord. <gasps> Not a bus. And he shot her in the arm and the chest, Ugh. and she was killed. A man named Gordon Francis, who was hiding on the next bus over, uh-huh. saw that happen and was like, well, I don't want that to fucking happen here. Yeah. So he went and tried to close the bus door. Uh-huh. But Martin saw him and shot him from one bus to the other bus. Oh, my gosh. He survived, but fucking wow. scary. Yeah, terrifying. So now, after Janet was shot the first time and injured and mm-hmm. was, like, paralyzed there, mm-hmm. her husband, Neville Quinn, had had to leave her, and he was hiding by the jetty. Oy. But now, he went back to try and find her, mm-hmm. but Martin saw him and started shooting at him. So oh, Neville ran onto one of the buses, and Martin chased him up there. Jesus. Cornered him on a bus and said, no one gets away from me. What the hell? And then he shot at Neville's head. Mm. But Neville ducked, like, at the last fucking second. Whoa. And was shot in the neck, which I would think I could wager might be worse. How do you duck and get hit in the neck? When... Maybe like a, Ooh. Okay. <laughs> that was like a side motion. Yeah, that was. But he survived. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. There was an American there named Jane Belasco. Mm-hmm. And in true American fashion. Oh, Jesus Christ. He was trying to film the shooting. Oh, my God. And Martin saw him and shot at him, but missed. Wow. At this point, there are 26 people dead, 18 people injured. Wow. And so Martin got back into his car and started driving away. Apparently, he was, like, fucking honking and waving while he drove. What the fuck? Like, hey, guys. See you later. See you fucking next time. What the hell? This is, like, this is a mental illness that's causing all of this? Is aggression like Jesus Christ? What happened? I mean, there were violent outbursts. I guess like he was what lonely. triggered it? He wanted some. He wanted to be remembered. That was like a big thing that he kept saying. He was write like, a fucking song that we all like. Fucking like a catchy write, tune. Do something nice. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, which uh, then you feel bad doing a podcast on it, right? Because you're like, I don't want to give this guy any fucking more yeah. awareness or whatever. Yeah, but interesting as fuck. And it was a pivotal moment in Australia's history. Wow. Because of guns? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because after this, they They do a bunch of fucking gun reforms and shit. Yeah. So, major fucking trigger warning. I realize that this whole thing has been nonstop trigger warning. I literally cannot go into a Costco. This one is bad. Okay. On the road out from the parking lot, a woman named Nanette McCack was Mm -hmm. running away with her two children. Oh, my God. She was carrying Madeline, who was three years old, and... 
her other daughter, Alana, who was six years old, was running with them. Okay. Martin pulled up to them and slowed down and opened his door. Oh, Jesus. And Nanette, I guess, thought he was, like, trying to help. Like, she didn't realize, she didn't realize it was him. that it was him. And so she started going towards the car. And Martin got out and told her to get on her knees. <gasps> and she did. Oh, my God. And he shot her in the temple. Oh, my God. And then he shot both the children. What a fucking asshole. What the fuck, man? Oh, my God. That sucks. I don't like it at all. I hate this whole story. Yeah, it's all pretty fucking awful, right? Yeah. That's so sad. Martin drove up to the toll booth, and he blocked a BMW that had four people inside who were trying to leave. Uh-huh. I guess he got out of the car and started talking to them. Okay. But then, I don't know what was said, obviously, but someone said that an argument was started between Martin and Robert Salzman. Mm-hmm. Who was a passenger in the car. Okay. So Martin shot Robert. Mm. That caused the driver, Russell Pollard, to get out of the car, and Martin shot and killed him as well. Oh my gosh. Then Martin shot and killed Mary Nixon and Helene Salzman, who were inside the car. He took their bodies out and moved all of his guns, ammo, handcuffs, and a gas container into the BMW. Uh-oh. So now he's taking that car, right? Uh-oh. Okay. He's got plans. I guess. Shit. Where'd he get handcuffs? Fucking knew you get anything in Australia. Literally, mailed us a goddamn boomerang. Who knew? <laughs> that is a weapon. <laughs> See? That's what I mean. Yeah. I don't know. So another car drove up to the toll booth, presumably to enjoy a day at the port, right? Okay. And Martin... <laughs> do you hate yourself for writing that now? I do. <laughs> <laughs> and Martin shot at the car, hitting the windshield. And the driver was like, mm, nope, fuck that. Right? <laughs> fuck this port. <laughs> yeah. Not today, motherfuckers. Uh-huh. And he was able to back out and get up to a gas station where he told them, hey. By the way, there's shit's going on. There's a fucking, yeah, guy with a gun out at Port Arthur. At this point, 33 people are dead. 19 people are injured. Okay. Jesus so, Christ. Yeah. Keeps going up. So Martin drove up to the gas station and he blocked in a car that was attempting to leave. Inside was Glenn Pierce and his girlfriend, Zoe Hall. Martin got out of the BMW with his gun and went to the passenger side of the car, tried to grab Zoe out of the car, Ugh. and Glenn got out to be like, um, sir. the fuck out of you. Yeah, like, yeah. not today, motherfucker, right? Yeah. Martin raised his gun at Glenn and then ordered him into the trunk of the BMW. <gasps> so now he's kidnapping a person. Oh, God. Which I'm assuming was meant to be Zoe, but... He just grabbed whom, whoever got out, right? Yeah, yeah. So meanwhile, Zoe was trying to get to the driver's side of the car, and Martin saw her and shot her three times, mm. killing her. Mm. The people inside the gas station saw this happen and were like, mm, not today, motherfuckers. Yeah. And so they locked the doors and everyone was like hiding, right? Yeah. The owner went and got his gun, but by the time he got ammo and stuff for it and like was able to load his gun, Martin had driven away in the BMW with Glenn. Oh, shit. So Martin drove back up to Seascape, where he had started this whole thing. Yeah. And he got out of the car and started shooting at approaching cars that were coming, like, down the hill or whatever. Jesus Christ. One car, driven by Linda White, slowed down because they saw him with their gun, but they thought he was, like, rabbit hunting or something. <laughs> so they were like, be very, very quiet. <laughs> I'm letting web it. Is that fucking Elmer Fudd out there? <laughs> And so they just slowed down to be like, what the fuck is that? And then he started shooting at With them. With a rifle? Jesus Christ. I mean, I guess, yeah. Okay. And Linda was hit in the arm, 
Another bullet hit the throttle or something fucking important in the car. (laughs) Ah, yes. Yes. And the car stopped working. (laughs) The timing belt. I'm well aware. Yes, yes, yes. The flux capacitor. Gone. Ah, yes. Yeah. And so they, I'm guessing, continued on for like a little bit while they coasted away. But the car died, right? Gotcha. That was the outcome of that. Yeah. I missed. So another car drove in with four people inside it. And Martin started shooting at them, and the windshield broke, and the windows broke. And so they kept driving. Like, uh, that's oh. fucking not okay. So they kept yeah. driving. None of them got hit, though? No. Oh. I don't think so. Maybe. I don't know. I'll tell you later. Okay. I'll wait for it. <laughs> Here in a second. If it was he just, dri- <laughs> just driving away, so. Uh, well, I mean, if as long as the driver wasn't hit, I'd keep driving. Like, are you okay? Should I stay here? What the fuck was that? That's what I would say. And I'd probably stop driving for a second. Oh my god, I'd be so mad. I'd be like, go. Oh. Um, that's probably what they said. But they were like, they kept driving while they said it. And uh, <laughs> I don't know why that was so important to know. They passed Linda and her friend who tried to flag them down and get in the car. Yeah. But the driver, Douglas Horner, didn't realize what was going on, so he passed them. And then he's like, uh, hang on a minute. What's what going chick, on back there? Is that chick bleeding? Like, yeah. what is going on? And so he was able to go back and grab them and get them to safety. Oh, as well. wow. Wow. Another car came down and Martin started shooting. The passenger was hit in the hand and the car behind them saw that happen and was like, <laughs> I don't want to go that way. Mm-mm. You know, I'm going to skip Port Arthur today. Yeah. I think again, I left my not fucking port. <laughs> stove on. Yeah. I got to go. And so he fucking just reversed out of that bitch. Good. And was out of there. Martin shot at the car, but he missed. Oh, that's terrifying. So now it's almost 2 p.m. That's going to be the scariest, like, turnaround, you know? Like, talk about 18 fucking point turn. Oh, no, I think you reversed out. He oh, was okay. like, nope. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, 18 point turn. Hold hold on. <laughs> Help. <laughs> Would you attempt a three point turn? Is someone shooting at your car? No. Like, oh, nope, 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 nope. Oh, am I good over there? Nope, nope, nope. Gotta go. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. <sighs> okay. So now it's almost 2 p.m., and Martin goes back down the driveway to the seascape home. He gets Glenn out of the trunk and he handcuffs him. <gasps> I forgot he was in the trunk. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. He's just been hanging out in there <gasps> hearing a bunch of fucking shit. Oh, that's right? terrifying. He handcuffs Glenn to a stair railing inside the house mm. and he set the BMW on fire. I would like to state that that groan was not a happy groan. <laughs> <laughs> what are they going to do on that banister? <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay, wait, what did you say? What was the last thing you said? He set the BMW on fire. Oh, shit. So police showed up to the home, and they attempted to negotiate with Martin. Oh, like, God. to get him out of the house. Yeah. Or to get his hostage away. Yeah. They spent hours on the phone with him before his battery died. <gasps> I guess he kept, like, taunting them and threatening them, like, oh, come in and get me, or whatever. And his only demand was to be taken by army helicopter to an airport. What the fuck? Which, what do you think is going to happen then? Yeah. Is he oh, going to yeah, well... buy a fucking domestic flight? <laughs> Excuse me, sir. This is a very popular destination. You're going to have to book a reservation far in advance. Yeah. Like, the airport is just going to be like, come on through security. Yeah. This well, is fine. I mean, we got you in an army helicopter, so we'll just take you from here. Yeah, right? 
but they didn't do that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Smart. They didn't get the army helicopter out there. Yeah. No? No? During the negotiations, though, Martin shot and killed Glenn. Oh, man. Did they know? No. Ugh. They didn't know at although, the time. They otherwise. may have heard a gunshot, I think, but I don't think that they knew that Glenn was actually dead at that point. The next morning, which was 18 hours after he had holed up in this house, yeah. in a last-ditch effort to escape, he set fire to the home and tried to get out during the confusion. Okay. <laughs> Flash bomb! Basically, yeah. He's like, oh, I'm just going to distract him over here and run out the fucking back or whatever, right? Yeah. But he eventually ran out of the house with his clothes on fire and was <gasps> caught. Oh, shit. Yeah. Dumbass. His back and butt were burnt, and he was taken to a hospital and treated. He was deemed fit to stand trial. His... That's interesting. Yeah, I think so, too. On account of they had a lot of psychiatrists being like, there's yeah. something fucking wrong. <laughs> yeah. Beforehand. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess he knew right from wrong, right? Yeah. Do you think that this was, like, kind of kicked off by, like, his dad committing suicide and stuff like that? Like... I think it was... Probably a lot of things, but that probably definitely had something to do with it because his yeah. dad was one of the people taking care of him. Yeah. And, like, essentially making him be okay in society. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And then Helen dying. Yeah. Like, that was the other person that was, like, hanging out with him and, yeah, being his friend and taking him out places and hanging out with him, doing stuff with him. Yeah. God. Channeling that fucking energy somewhere else. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So... His court-appointed lawyer persuaded him to plead guilty to all charges. Okay. Because he was probably like, listen, man. <laughs> You're fucking 100% guilty. What do you want me to do here? Yeah. 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 It's your best bet. Yeah. Could you imagine being the court-appointed lawyer to that? I'd be like, there's no way you're going to win. Yeah. You're, you're just trying to look case. for the best deal for them. For your client? I don't but know. But still, at that point, you're like, fuck this guy. Yeah. I'm Which I know sure is like literally... Oath. Yeah, yeah, that's their job to not be like, fuck this guy. But it'd be really hard to be like, oh, 35 people are dead? Fuck this guy. Yeah, yeah. I don't want the job. Yeah. I don't need this job. Take this job and shove it. Yeah. 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 Martin was given 35 life sentences plus 1,652 years in prison. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Without the possibility of parole and to be served a fucking... One after the other. Consecutively? Yeah. yeah. I was like, not concurrently, but I didn't write it. (laughs) The other word. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Right? Fucking on top of the other. Right? After, when one would end, the other one then would start. (laughs) We don't know how long that life is going to be. But once that one's over, next one. Just in case. Afterlife, come back as a fucking butterfly. Still in prison. Not today. In the fucking yard. Yeah. This rule still applies. So he was kept in solitary confinement for the first eight months on suicide watch. Oh. He was eventually moved out but was kept in protective custody until 2006. Wow. When he was moved to a mental health unit. Jeez. Where the inmates are not locked down and can come and go from their cells as desired. Motherfuck. Yeah. I mean, they're in a, a, a one unit. I'm assuming it's more like a psychiatric hospital okay. type of thing. But it's just a... Unit in this one prison. I don't know. All right. Oh, it's in the prison. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought they still have cells. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. just like I gotcha. I thought you were talking like he got released and put in like a psychiatric hospital oh. under watch or yeah, something. or they're just allowed yeah. to be out. Yeah. No, 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 no. Like they were like, oh no, that we did him dirty. Yeah. So he attempted suicide in March of two thousand seven. Oh, shit. By slitting his wrists. Oh my god. And then again two days later by slitting his throat. <gasps> He survived both times. He's currently serving. Wait. Nope. Can't move on. Oh. 
What did he use to slit himself? Like? Uh, a razor provided by the fucking prison. What the fuck? <laughs> just they just had those. All right. You didn't have to like check those back in or something. Like I this is the one razor for the floor <laughs> for the whole fucking ward. You can't use it till the next person's done. Yeah, and like I'm gonna watch you use it. No, who has the razor? <laughs> God damn it! It's like the goddamn bathroom pass in high school. <laughs> okay, guys, pass the drugs back up front. <laughs> You're all done looking at them. Pass them. Where'd they go? <laughs> so he's currently serving in a maximum security prison and. This massacre came on the heels of another massacre two weeks earlier in Australia. And so the government was like, um, okay, we have decided that you fuckers <laughs> cannot be trusted. Do not deserve guns. <laughs> yeah. Like, that. that's, we're just not going to do that shit anymore, right? <laughs> or at least no semi-automatic or repeating shotguns or high-capacity rifle magazines, right? Gotcha. Yeah. And there were a ton of restrictions to guns put in place. And for the most part, the public was like, that's fair. Agree. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. I saw some shit back there. I didn't like it either. You're yeah. right. We're all kind of dicks. Let's fucking put the kibosh on that shit real quick, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which would not fly here. God, no. But that is my story about the Port Arthur Massacre. Jesus Christ. Isn't it fucking intense? I think it's crazy how, like, the level of detail that we have. There were a lot of people. It there. still blows my mind. Yeah. That was like, this happened. And then Todd was like, no. And then yeah. he got shot. And you're like, yeah. how the fuck does somebody remember that Todd said no last? You know? Right. Yeah. I hope someone remembers the last thing I yell. I'm assuming I go out in <laughs> flames well, and glory. As, as long as you don't go out in a fucking massacre, like, you're probably fine. You'll be there. So you'll survive. I'll push you under the table. Yeah, but I, I will not remember what the last thing you yelled was. You will. <laughs> Okay. I'll think of something good. Yeah. You're pretty good at that under pressure. On the fly, yeah. I would say something stupid, like butter toast. I was literally thinking like blueberry pancakes. Oh, okay, so food. Breakfast. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And the guy looks like someone that we went to high school with. It's weird as fuck. Oh. Or at least at the time of this, he did. Jesus. Yeah. Well, now I want to see pictures. Pertaining to this case. Go to ISGD Podcast. Dot com. Yep. <laughs> and there you'll have links to our Patreon and our merch. Come join the goddamn pod group on Facebook. Woo woo. Whoop, whoop. We're on social media at ISGD Podcast. You know it's hard having to remember to say shit right now. <laughs> Do you want some help? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, we are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And some, well, oh no, we're all good on TikTok. Yeah, now. we're on TikTok now. Yeah. At ISCritty Podcast. Yeah, thanks, Christy. I will forever call her Critty. <laughs> Critty Cat. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at ISGD Podcast. You can email us at ISGD Podcast at gmail.com or snail mail us at. P.O. Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91979. Ooh, ooh. And since you mentioned it, <gasps> we, we just got, got a package. package. Messed up your pretty song. It's just the Blues Clues theme song. <laughs> For when they get mail. Woo! Do you Yay, have a, we got a package. We got a package. Do you have scissors? So for anyone who doesn't uh, want to listen to this, bye. Bye. Uh, for everyone else, for what's up? sure I got what's up, baby? scissors. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Thanks for it not being a bomb. Okay. So, um, I don't know if I'm supposed to read this, but it looks like... We're doing it. Uh, no, maybe not. Let me read it. And then <laughs> okay, there's a... Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Lots of emotions. <laughs> Do you want me to talk? Are you reading out loud? Um, no, not... Because uh, I don't want to share secrets okay. or something. Oh, oh, oh. You're so smart. Okay. Should I start opening?
Yeah. No, I'm so excited. <gasps> I'm so excited. <gasps> I'm so excited because there's snacks in there and we might have taken a gummy. <laughs> Is it nice? <laughs> and funny? <laughs> and sweet. <laughs> I'll just continue naming the emotions. <laughs> um, It's Tambry's husband, Casey. <gasps> Oh, remember Tambry? Yeah, she gave us the pop tarts too, right? <laughs> she did oh, give sorry. Pop tarts. Uh, spoiler alert: there's pop tarts in there. I looked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, she did give us the pop tarts, and this is from her husband Casey. They had their baby. Kiana. Uh, it's whites in a huggies. It's whites in a huggies. Oh, what size are they? Oh, you're all. You finished a box of newborns. Oh, baby, it's just started. Oh, <laughs> that's so sweet. This is, they've had a bit of a rough time. Yeah. And. Shit's hard. Shit's so fucking it's hard. It's so hard. Girl, it's I a get fucking it. trap. I get it. Welcome yeah. to the trap. Yeah. And you would relate to um, some of these things on here. Uh-oh. But he said, here are some Pop-Tarts. I hear you like them. <laughs> I, I also included some Idaho candies and treats local to our area because I hear you also like snacks for the podcast. Uh, duh. What the fuck? Ah. Uh. Idaho huckleberry. Oh, excuse me? Not a huckleberry. He said, I pray the chocolate didn't turn to liquid. It's hot as fuck right now. But I tried. It actually is still intact. We got blueberry. If this is chocolate, put it in a Ziploc baggie. What if the fucking catches the Ziploc baggie's the bomb? Oh. You know? Yeah. Fucking run me over. (laughs) Yeah. He said, again, thank you from the bottom of my sleep deprived heart. Oh, oh, we what feel you. Go take a nap while we eat this. I know, right? Hey, you want- Tambry, you fucking won out with this guy. If he's giving us chocolates, I only right? hope he's a ma- I can only imagine he is taking care of you. We gotta try Huckleberry, right? I wanna try Huckleberry. You just wanna split it or you yeah. want your own? No, I wanna split it. That looks like a lot and I need to try it. It's like a goddamn bonbon. <laughs> and it looks like a shit. It looks like Carl shit. <laughs> oh my god. Let yeah. me just. Just grab. Oh, it's so gooey. Ooh. Okay, I just grabbed so much. Is it a is it a muffin? Or what's it called? Hang it on. smells like peanut butter. Mm. Hope you're not allergic. Is it one of those like oatmeal cookies that's chocolate? Mmm. Yeah, there's like mm. or is it just like peanut butter with huckleberry? What the got, fuck is huckleberry? It's got peanuts. You know, like Finn. <laughs> <laughs> it does have peanuts and it has like a raspberry or something. Mm. Like filling. Mmm. We'll tell you what it's called here in a minute. Mm-hmm. After I eat all the packers. Can you give me that package? I can't eat it all. <laughs> I shoved it in my mouth. You gotta shove it in your mouth. This is so much. I bit off such a bigger chunk than you. Mm-mm. This is half. I don't think so. It's an Idaho huckleberry. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> all right. Well, it had nuts in it. Mm-hmm. And chocolate for sure. Mm-hmm. And huckleberry, evidently. Ingredients. Peanut, sugar, corn syrup, natural huckleberry flavor. Egg whites. That's pretty good. Mm. That's pretty good. That was good. Okay, these are Idaho Spud Bites. Old-fashioned quality candies. Spud like a potato? Yeah. What are these? Hey, kid, I'm a potato. (laughs) Ah! God damn. Oh, my God. (laughs) We've all been there. We knew it was going to happen. All right, here. Is this coconut? I don't know. What did you get all hickey? I can't eat coconut. Yes, you can. No, I can't. I'll die. Is well, that's fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, it is coconut on the outside, but it's so light you're not even going to taste it. You're a liar. And you're a bad liar. But it's like a marshmallow on the inside. Mm, that's but- even worse. <laughs> <laughs> the combination of marshmallow and coconut. 
these are your snacks. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's a, it's like a marsh. It's like a peep. It's like a, a, a zing. What the fuck? Or a snowball. It's a snowball with chocolate. Oh. Snowball with chocolate. A mini snowball with chocolate. He said these are freeze dried Skittles. <gasps> and he said they're bomb. Uh, I've been seeing all these TikToks and I want to try it. What? You've seen TikToks about freeze dried Skittles? They just eat freeze dried candy. Salt City! Woohoo! Freeze dried treats. Yellow. Yellow's good. I also want a red and a purple. Okay. And an orange. Well, hold up. Can I get one? No. <laughs> and a green. <laughs> I just have to try all the flavors. All right, ah. I'm going orange. Going to my cooch. Orange is my fave. Ah, uh, that was weird. <laughs> I didn't expect that. It's like a Skittles chip. It's so fluffy. Mm. You can do anything to a Skittles and I'd lick it. Mm-hmm. That was really interesting. I did not expect it to be so fluffy. Yeah. It's like a like a crisp, one might say. It's like a Whopper without the coating. I wish you didn't say that because now I'm not going to like it. Oh my god damn. Eat a grape. Eat a grape. Okay. Eat a grape. Okay. Orange was okay. Mm. Mm, the red is the best, always. What? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Grape is good. Do you think the green is green apple or lime? It better be fucking lime because that green apple bullshit is fucking lame. I know. That's why I'm wondering. They're called fritals. <laughs> Did you try a green one? No, you gotta figure it out. Damn. Mm. That's good. Green apple? Yep. Did you finish on that? What? Did no. You, oh, I no, was like, I'm not oh. that dumb. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. Gross. Oh I my hate God. green apple. Mm-mm. Those are good. You know you can buy a pack of Skittles now that's only lime? What the fuck is Skittles even doing? Right? What? what? Yeah. Who? Like, we heard you. They were fine. We heard you. We, you like no. lime. So here's an all lime bag. No, motherfucker, get rid of green apple. No one likes it. Put that shit back together how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Mm. They know us. What kind did you get? I know what kind I got. Uh, well, clearly I got strawberry, the best kind. Oh, but I didn't read what kind it was. That's why I was oh. asking. The best kind? Get out of here. Yeah. Brown sugar fucking cinnamon. <laughs> darts. Frosted yeah. strawberries. Where is that? Mm. I like strawberry everything, though. What? No, you don't. Yes, I do. Strawberry drinks. Yes, I do. Strawberry I- ice cream. In particular, no one likes strawberry ice cream. In particular, my favorite things in the strawberry category are drinks. I never drink them, but every time I do, I'm like, fuck, I forgot I love strawberry soda, strawberry milk. Those are the only two strawberry things. Anytime I get a smoothie, it always has strawberry. (laughs) I don't know what else there is that has strawberry that I could also put in my mouth, but I probably would. Oh, strawberry ice cream. Oh, 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 yeah, I actually really like strawberries. No, you don't. If you get a Neapolitan fucking thing, the strawberry is always the last one left. Nobody wants that shit. I liked it. You liked it. Mm-hmm. So you were like, chocolate? Not today. No, I'm I didn't say that. I did not say that. I'm a kid and I want to eat like grandma I did does. not say that. <laughs> but if I got a Neapolitan, I had to eat them separately. Like, I don't like them all in the same bowl. <laughs> but like, you know, but if you just gave me like the scoop of strawberry, you know how it was always the last one left? I didn't mm-hmm. mind. I don't want fucking chocolate and strawberry and vanilla. That's too much shit going on. That's gross. You're gross. I don't like it if it has real fruit trunks chunks in it because that's just gross. Mm, that's also gross. Like the yeah. fake strawberry flavor. My dad came to town, stayed for a while, bought ice cream. He bought fucking... Why? 
I don't know, and it's like a half gallon of the shit or whatever. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's what and I don't bought, understand. Like vanilla with black cherry or something with the fruit Dude. chunks in it. Yeah. It My is grandpa, same thing. Still unopened in our freezer. And I'm Nobody like, why? Wants that. Why did you buy this ice pack? I thought you were going to tell me Neapolitan. And I'm like, ugh, why do people still buy it if you don't like the center part? <laughs> like, oh, just get no. one chocolate, one vanilla. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, no. He, he'll get me chocolate ice cream or whatever, but he also gets himself some fucking lame ass shit like that. Lame ass shit like that. But then he didn't even open it. And so now I just have this fucking, it's not going to be good by the time he gets back. I bet if you tried it, though, it's probably not that bad. It's just like, don't eat the cherries. Or, or. Yeah. Buy fucking chocolate, people. It's the way to go. Yeah. I love, right now, I'm chocolate. Not- <laughs> I can't, I can't eat, eat it because it. it makes me fat. <laughs> hey, Peter, you going to eat that? <laughs> the mustard on my shirt? <laughs> uh, okay. Tambry, we appreciate you. Your husband, Casey, uh, also appreciate you. You're fucking awesome. You guys are fucking great. And also, you're crushing it at life, I'm sure. So keep that baby going. Yeah. Oh, my God. I want to read that note. Oh, yeah. We can close it out, though, so people aren't just watching me read a note. Yeah. Um, I appreciate you guys. You're fucking amazing. And thank you for being you. And if you're all caught up on our podcast, stay tuned for a promo from the Asshole Court Podcast. What's up, everybody? It's your boys, Randy, Mikey, and Buddy, and we're the hosts of AHC Podcast. What the hell is AHC Podcast? Well, it's short for Asshole Court. We take a deep dive on public figures and rate them on a scale from Mr. Rogers to Hitler to see how much of an asshole they really are. It's kind of like hanging out with your friends from high school, if your friends were intelligent, good-looking, and pretty immature. You're sure to laugh, and you just might learn a thing or two. You can find us anywhere you download your favorite podcasts, so check us out. Now back to hashtag Shed Life and the ladies from... I said, God damn. Enjoy the show.